Thank you for listening to another episode of the Shed Geek Podcast here at Union Grove Lumber Studios. To know more about the Shed Geek Podcast, visit us at shedgeek.com. And for all your lumber needs, call one of the team members at 704-539-5506 or visit us online at uniongrovelumber.com. Okay, welcome Shed Geeks to another episode of the Shed Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Latham. And I'm your co-host, Kyle Summers. And we have with us today, Gideon Zook. And Gideon, do you care to tell us... Um, sort of, are you still affiliated and how are you affiliated with the shed industry? I'm a CFO. Okay. I take care of the money. My job is to order lumber, uh, unload the lumber trucks, put it in place. Uh, I pay the, all the invoices, uh, answer the phone sometimes and also take care of the payroll. Awesome. And what's the, the name of the company that you, you work for? It's called Stoll's Food Structures, LLC. And you're located here in Pennsylvania, is that correct? Yes, it's in Atglen, Pennsylvania, 5075 Lower Valley Road, Atglen, PA. And we've talked to quite a few individuals here that said that you have quite a history in the shed, in the shed world. <laughs> and that's something that is really interesting to us. Uh, so we didn't grow up in the shed industry, mm-hmm. um, but what we've experienced in, in five years or so is sort of this um, family-friendly atmosphere. It's just being at a, a shed hauler bash like we are here um, in New Holland. And, and really, uh, Richard Miller of AFG was saying earlier, it's a, it's a community, and it starts with community, and then it moves out from there. Yes. Um, if I understand it correctly, you've, you've been doing this for quite a many number of years. Is that right? Yes. I've, I bought it in, in January 2nd of 1976. It's been 45 years now. That's awesome. Yeah. That, so that was, uh, that was before I was born. And that's how long you've, you've been exposed to the shed industry. That, that gives us encouragement for guys like us that's still really new. Um, what do you feel like has been the biggest thing you notice from the shed industry now in 2021 that you didn't see back in 1976, that, that you didn't see coming together? Well, it started in a small way. I bought it from a Ben Stoltzfus back in 76. He started the business, and I can still remember I was working at Liberty Homes at the same time, Ben was Liberty Home made mobile homes, and Ben made while well, we worked, um, we worked piecework, and we were done about one or so in the afternoon. Then we went home, and Ben wanted something to do, so he made his first eight by twelve red mini barn, and set it outside his house at the corner of Newport Road and New Holland Road. And I can still see it sitting there. It said 8 by 12 shed for sale. So he sold that one, and he sold another one, and sold another one. Finally, he said that he's quitting Liberty Homes, and he's, he built a house and a shop, just a little garage. 
made his sheds in there. And I was working with Ben at Liberty Homes, and he asked us to ask me to come work for him. And I said something to my superintendent at, uh, at work, and he said, you must be crazy to quit here and start working for an Amishman. <laughs> I said, well, that's what I want to do. So I started working for Ben, and uh, we, it was me and two other fellows, and that was in March of 75, and then in that June, he wanted to sell his business. He had five little boys that he wanted to go farming, and then he gave the option to three of us. Am I making too much noise? No, no. no. He gave, gave the option to three of us, uh, Ben Glick, myself, and Ben Yoder, and... Uh, Ben Yoder wasn't married. He didn't want it. And then my wife said that she doesn't want to go in partnership. It's either let Ben Glick have it or you buy it. So I went to Ben Glick and I told him that. And he said that he would. He doesn't want it, that I can have it. And then that's where it all started. And I can still remember the first year I had it, my oldest son was born and I didn't hardly have time to go home to see the birth. <laughs> busy, I'm uh, sure. Was very, very busy, and it's been that way ever since. And, uh, yeah, it just started from there, and it just seemed like the Lord has blessed me, and I just, it's been uphill ever since. And for out of the last 45 years, we did not have a bad year. Wow. Amen. That's awesome. So just for reference, what was a... What was the cost on an 8x12 shed in 1976, you reckon? It was about $385. <laughs> and right now they're going for like, I don't know, the last, in this last year we had a 30% increase. Right now an 8x12 is probably about 2100 Wow. And... Just the way that the lumber has been going up, we raised it uh, 30%, and just coming this coming Monday, we're going to have another 6 to 10% increase. We used to buy OSB sheeting for 650 a piece, and right now I bought some last week for $32, and that's wow. by the truckload. Wow. We're really seeing that that across the industry everywhere is but sales continue to happen i mean we're still seeing record number of sales it seems yeah and that's that's encouraging that um our industry seems to really um hold strong against in 2008 we had some um hurricanes down south and our highest price we paid for OSB at that time was $14 and we thought that was insane and now it's 32 Yeah, that's crazy And do you see that coming down at some point or do you see it still rising? Is there going to be a plateau on, on, on that? On the well, lumber? we don't know but it's been I don't really look for it to come down in the next six months but as always before, it's reached its plateau and then went the other way. And 
I'm just hoping it does again. I, I, I'm just not sure what to say. You know, there's some things in our business that didn't really go up, like shingles, um, siding. Uh, a lot of the stuff did not go up so much, but three things, the pressure-treated lumber, sheeting, and two-by-fours. So... 1976 from about 385 to 2100 in price. What do you feel like is the the major difference you see in the construction of a shed uh, over that 45 year period? Well, back in back in the days, why we used to just make a lot of just storage sheds, like eight by twelves, clean up to twelve by twenty, and that was back in the early 80s right now we we just do a lot more bigger sheds a lot more options expensive options back in the days i had 15 employees and we made like 70 or 80 sheds in a week and now we have 80 employees doing about the same amount but the the gross pay is a lot more yeah or the gross income is a lot more so while you were over talking to dave you mentioned a story do you care to to say the story or do you not want to tell the story about back in the day when when a certain gentleman uh, well i bought it from a ben stolzfus and he uh he wanted to go farming so he bought a farm out at franklin county and he spent a lot of money out there fixing, fixing things up, and then they had some very dry years in farming, and it didn't make, make out so good, and then he sold that farm and moved up to Center County in, in Nittany Valley and bought a farm up there, and, and he was farming for a while, and I guess it just didn't go so good for him, so he sold it and started working for uh, a widow lady down in Franklin County again, was there for a couple years, and then he finally moved into Lancaster County again and started working for a furniture maker. And now his boys were big enough to help him, and they were working for Simi Ash for quite a few years. And finally they broke away from there and started making their own furniture. And he made out real well with that, and he's, he probably had it for about 25 years, and now he sold out. And Yeah. So... He was a good businessman. I feel like we've come across a couple of those guys in the industry on our search as we're out and about. That, um, for me, uh, they become uh, mentors of a sort in, in how you conduct yourself, but how you conduct business. Um, you learn so many things through the unsaid conversation, the, the things that we don't discuss. Um, for us, the industry has, um, it's just been very open, very friendly. Uh, someone was telling us, you know, there was no such thing as a shed industry when we started. There was just guys who built sheds, and it's come a long way. Yeah, it's come a long way. We formed a, um, a, a little, I don't know what you call it, a, it's called um, Hmm. I forget why it's called. Um, it's a we get together once a year. We 
Oh, what? What was it called? Uh, wooden storage. Wooden storage shed. Something about if we have a get together every year, and usually at Diner's restaurant. Then we talk about, and that's how we got to be where the we got the oversized load permit issued for a year at a time. And when I got, when we got, finally got that, they gave us a permit, a yearly permit that said 13 feet wide, 13 foot, 10 inches high, and 90 feet long. And I thought, why would somebody put on there 90 feet long? We'll never have trailers or loads that are 90 feet long. And now I see some of these trucks and trailers out here that are probably almost 100 feet long. <laughs> and it's just, it just, keeps growing you don't know where where it's gonna yeah. stop that the trailers keep getting bigger because the buildings keep getting bigger right yeah uh, i've been seeing where people are posting 18 by 62s and i'm like that's not a that's not a portable building that's a home <laughs> for some people so so we're here at the shed holler bash in new holland pennsylvania 2021 um what does shed hauling look like now versus say 1976 what would have been the process to sell um an 8 by 12 or a, a 12 by 20 well we've done a lot of business over the phone i remember when i first started in business we didn't have a phone in the office i had my phone across the road in one of the neighbor's storage sheds and we didn't have a forklift we would jack up the front end of the shed with a handyman jack and back in under part ways and then I'd get one or two guys and we would get to the back end and push it on. We didn't have a forklift. You, you were the forklift, right? Yeah. I was the forklift. <laughs> so finally got to the point where I would rent a forklift and I would have trucks come in on a certain day and I would rent the forklift and and then we'd unload trucks for a day. I remember the first tractor-trailer load of shingles that came that we unloaded by hand. So it's a, it's a lot better these days. <laughs> so we notice a, a few things. The first time we flew up here, you may notice our southern draw. When we get far deep south, a lot of guys say we, we sound like we're from up north. But when we're in, in Pennsylvania, we still use long vowels and and, and so we say Lancaster. And I notice everyone up here says Lancaster. Lancaster. Lancaster is the way we say it. Lancaster. We say it's the proper way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, not only are you speaking proper, you're also building buildings proper. One thing that we took away from our first visit is the process in which um, building takes place here versus where we live. Um, sort of almost on a... Uh, assembly line in in some senses um, there was a moment where I remember a, a platform being brought in and before it hit the ground uh, it was used first of all to scoot the shed in front of it down mm-hmm. and then the platform hits the ground but before it does there are workers putting two by fours uh, stacking them on the platform before it even hits the ground and you know, we sort of have, I think, a, a different pace. And I also noticed the quality um, here in, in Lancaster. Uh, we noticed the, the quality of structures. Why is it important, uh, you think, 
um, and how's that grown over time to expose that importance to your, your customer? Well, the reason is we, we always use premium lumber. And the reason we use premium lumber is because you can see the inside of the shed. And if uh, I just had a talk with one of my employees yesterday, he didn't want to use the lumber I brought him. It was premium lumber, but it was from a different company that I used to usually don't buy. And it had a lot of knots in and a little bit of wane, but I said we have to use it. And... And before I forget it, I want to give a lot of honor to my boys. I have four boys that help me in the business, and they just kind of run with the business, and they're very good help. The oldest one is 45 now, and we have one that's 41 or 2 and 30 and 25 or 26, I'm not sure. (laughs) And they're helping with, with the business, yeah. That's great. Well, I'm sure they're they're blessed to have that opportunity, and you've helped help provide that. Why do you feel um, do you, do you feel that faith? I I do. I certainly feel like faith is certainly just as important of a topic, more important really, uh, in the shed industry than what people realize. But it's the foundation, sort of 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 where so much of this community and things come from. Why do you think that that faith continues to be such a such a strong have such a strong presence in the shed industry well one thing i like about i'm not sure if you would call it faith but um us barn builders we always the lumber lumber dealers usually have a breakfast over at shady maple every spring and all the barn builders get together everybody works together if i like just yesterday, I had to borrow a, a skid of lumber from Lap Structures, and I feel I don't feel anything at all to just pick up the phone and ask one of the other barn builders if I could borrow something. And it, it's I don't know if you call that faith or if you just it's just the relationship that we have amongst each other. It's our lumber companies say they could never have a breakfast together with all their competitors. It just wouldn't work, but. We're fine with that, and we help each other out. And I, I feel the more we help each other out, the more blessed we are. And I had people working for me. It was like three or four different people that worked for me that wanted to go on their own, and I helped them out. It's, you know, I feel it was a blessing. I think it's important to do that, to continue to give back to, um, well, even those that you compete with. I think there's not only plenty of room in this industry to to be friendly to your competitor, but I think it's it's really, you know, we're designed for that reason, and we're in, we're encouraged by that through reading the Bible and what we understand is is to love one another. Um, right. So much of these discussions, they're not just about shed hauling, and they're not just about shed building, and they're not just about rent to own. Um, it the first thing that grips you about this industry to me is the 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 family the togetherness uh you know having the opportunity to sit down and and break bread really and i've been invited into so many homes um you know that i i just feel honored and and just just appreciate appreciated to have that opportunity to sit and learn and uh 
I think it does a lot for me. It, it certainly does a lot for me as a family man and, and to want to do better for my family because I see that those that came before me were able to walk that through. And, uh, yeah, this has just been great. It's a, it's a really fun opportunity to, to be able to sit and talk with you here today. And I, <laughs> I appreciate yes. that you would take the time to do that with us today. Uh, we, we learn from those that came before, um, and we owe something to those that came before and um today we we say thank you for 45 years of being in the industry and just just all that you've done and, and we know that um well it, it just means a lot to us and they said if i would speak on this here they would give me a donut <laughs> this, <laughs> this is true, true. This is very, technically we did right promise a donut <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you care if i pray over us is that, no, is that that's okay? fine dear lord i thank you right now god i pray uh, blessings over everyone, Lord, at this table, everyone at this event today, God. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you would just uh, minister and continue to work in this industry, continue uh, for us, Lord, to put you first. Because, Lord, you're the only thing that really matters. And, Lord, we pray right now, God, that you would just uh, continue to, to, to bless this time, bless this event, make sure everyone gets home safe. And we pray, Lord, blessings over everyone. We thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I wanted to say one more thing. I have five daughters also, and uh, they kind of look at me when I say it's me and the boys, me and the boys, and they want to be involved too. And we have, I have five daughters. We have 40 grandchildren. We have 20 girls and 20 boys. Oh, wow. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. Welcome back to another episode of the Shed Geek Podcast. This is Mo Lunsford of Union Grove Lumber. We would like to welcome you to the Union Grove Lumber Studios. Hey, we're this year's studio sponsor. And this is your host, Shannon Latham. Here at the Shed Geek Podcast, we give you education you can use and entertainment you need.